Welcome everyone to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. Thank you so much for joining us. Happy Saturday. Hope everyone's having a fantastic weekend. As you may have heard, if you heard the very first part of the show, uh, had the show God Bless Texas. Uh, unless you're under a rock or haven't been uh, been paying attention to anything, uh, you know what's going on in Houston and that surrounding area, Corpus Christi and what have you, but especially with Houston. And it's just, uh, boy, you, you just, you, you thank your lucky stars. So, you know, we're wishing naturally, of course, there are thoughts and our prayers to everyone in Texas and especially the Houston area. I was talking to another realtor in San Antonio because I, you know, just looking at the map trying to see and they said, no, they're, they're fine. They were kind of concerned about that. But the devastation is really real. I know that I still remember the 93 flood and actually bringing my kids to the arch and uh, the Mississippi River was... I think steps away from that. Uh, if you're familiar with the arch at all, there's, I don't know, 20, 30, 50 steps. Uh, I know they're making some changes, so I hope that's still there. But anyway, it was just it was just amazing. And they call it the 100-year flood. And, and now in Texas, it seems like it's it's even bigger than that. It's a, it, biblical. So I, I want to make sure uh, that, you know, you're, you, hopefully that you've gone to your favorite charity. I've gone to Red Cross. Uh, made a donation. Uh, would love for everyone here listening to the program to make a, a, a charity. It could be from ten dollars, twenty five, seventy five. I've known some people even in this area that are actually driving down to Houston and and trying to uh, see what they can do for support. So they really really need our help. And and I again I go back to ninety three and the devastation that had and and the support and help that we got from family and neighbors and also from the government was was tremendous. And I think the need is even that much greater in Houston. One of the other things, too, on the on the real estate side of it, uh, not to bring business into it, but I had a friend that was looking at the devastation and and and, and talking about that too. Is it also shows the greatness of of America, of of why we do live in a great country, because of the volunteers literally risking their lives in more more than a few cases, and saving people saving people's lives uh, from the water and from the devastation is, is really incredible. It's really incredible. So it just, it just makes you proud to not only be an American, but then that Texas spirit and is, it's just, it's just a really cool thing. But on the real estate side, as I mentioned, what typically happens if you're selling your house and maybe you had a, you're getting ready to close on your house, meaning is to sell it. Typically, along all those areas, any coastal area, especially in Texas, New Orleans, Florida, uh, parts of you know Alabama, you know parts of that reaches down there too. What they do is they actually put a freeze on all closings. You can't close on the house. So once a warning or once a hurricane is spotted, uh, they typically shut down everything. So if you had a house that was going to be selling, you know, that Friday before the storm, well, that wasn't going to happen. And it's, it's protect both sides, the buyer naturally and also the seller in the situation, God forbid, something as bad as this happened. And so that typically what, what goes on and then there's a certain period of time afterwards that then they would lift it and then they would get the closing in, making sure that, 
you know, the house is in good working order and in good shape. So anyway, that's just a little bit of a real estate side. Again, I had one friend ask me and then another friend asked me, so I thought I'd just address it uh, just more for curiosity. We're not in the Houston area, but that is typically what would happen. Anything along the borders there uh, when a hurricane is even, even to be known to be coming into the area. With that said, uh, let's kind of switch gears, and we've got a great show today. We had some, uh, we have some great guests that are be coming on. One is Scott Miles. He's going to be talking about uh, what you need to do if you have a security system. He's from Barcom, and also Joanne Tysman from Delmar Financial, and talking again about uh, how easy it is to get a pre-approval letter for buyers and the importance to you as a seller, what you need to know. That's going to be in section uh, segments three and four. But what we're going to be talking about now, uh, just briefly, is getting your house pre-inspected, of, of, of taking the offensive when you're getting ready to sell your home. And that's what we're going to talk about in that section. The, the, the Section number two following this, it's going to be the top three reasons uh, to get your house pre-inspected and i'll go into a little bit more detail about that a little bit more about me uh this program has been on now for well over three months uh but just to kind of fill in the blanks i am a professional realtor i've been doing this for over 16 years i have a highly successful team of agents that work underneath me uh we work mainly in the metro east in o'fallon scott force base shiloh mascuda swansea glen carbon Waterloo, uh, so it's a pretty big area that we that we work in. And what I did was this year is I wrote a book called Ready, Set, Sold, 12 Proven Steps to Sell Your House and Fast and for Top Dower in the St. Louis Metro East. And I always say it's 12 proven steps. This is not theory. This is not conjecture. These are things that we've been able to use and I've been able to use over all those years to get top dower and a fast sale for, for, for home sellers. And it's geared for this area here. One of the reasons why I wrote the book was the confusion that goes on with all of the TV shows, the list and sell shows. They're almost always based in the East Coast and West Coast. And those are totally different markets, just totally different markets than here locally. And we've seen too many times that sellers would watch those shows and we understand why and pick up some information and spend tens of thousands literally tens of thousands of dollars on improvements that weren't going to make them the money they would uh they thought they would and making it worse actually going back and having to put other thousands of dollars on things that will get their home sold so it's easy to get i'm offering it free my my passion is real estate i i would love for you to Go to readysetsold.org, not.com, readysetsold.org, not.com, and get the book. Uh, it will be sent to you by mail. Uh, tons of people have already ordered the book, and we're so, so happy with that. Again, this is your biggest asset. This is your biggest investment for most people. This is not the time to do a guessing game. You want to have this information, and that's what this is. This is. It's solid information that with proven results, you go through it. It's an easy read. I hear that from everybody that reads it. And use that information. And whether or not you use us, our team, that's okay. Go with an agent you know, like, and trust. And at least you have the information that you can uh, share with them. Or you're, both, you're both on the same path. Uh, oh, before I forget, we are on podcasts. I mentioned that, I think, a couple of weeks ago. But we have podcasts. If you didn't catch all the show, 
You can go to Google Play or iTunes and catch us. We're on YouTube. You can like us on Facebook, Ready, Set, Sold. And also, we have uh, some other things coming down the road that you'll have even more opportunities to uh, to, to, to listen to us. And in 1260, The Answer has an app that's easily loaded on your, on your phone. So if you can't listen to us through the radio, through your car or your house, um, do what most people are doing now is using everything for their phone. So let's go into inspections and understanding that, that a home inspection, when a, when a seller sells their home, 99% of the time, a buyer is going to have a home inspection, which consists of three things. It consists of the home inspection itself that takes anywhere from two hours to three hours. They go from top to bottom. I mean, literally from the crawl space or the basement all the way to the chimney. And they go through that house. Secondly, there's going to be a radon test, and that's a 48-hour uh, test, and there's a termite and pest test. All those things are almost always going to happen. And the problem happens with, with, with sellers is, is that they kind of feel like they're on the defensive, number one. And I was listening to a seller the other day saying that, you know, it's just, you know, you're on pins and needles. You don't know what they're going to find. You think you have a great house. You, you're pretty sure you have a great house. And, and here's the good news. Most sellers do. So I don't want to make, make it sound like that this home inspection is going to be the, the, the death of you. It's not. But just knowing that there could be something wrong can, can make it very difficult. Talking to a seller uh, to, was talking about that what they did was just had their inspections beforehand. And that is had the home inspector come in. They had a reputable radon and a termite inspection done. And the person, the seller said it was the best $500 piece of mind they ever spent. Now, $500 is probably on the high side for the Metro East. It's probably usually lower. But on the high side, $500 for peace of mind of knowing that your house is in good shape and you don't have any bad things hopefully coming your way when the inspection happens from the buyer. In the next segment, what we're going to be talking about is, is the three top reasons to get your house pre-inspected. Not only what I mentioned there, but I'm going to give you some examples of why it's so important to get that done and to have that confidence uh, when selling your house. Hey, you're listening to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. Hey, during the break, go get the book, readysetsold.org, net.com. Go to readysetsold.org, net.com and get the book. See you in a few. Hey, welcome back to Ready, Set, Soul with your host, Brian Vogt. Thanks so much again for joining us today. I left you with is talking about the, the need for home inspections. And I kind of give you the outline that a buyer is going to have those done. And they are quite extensive. They're two to three hours long. And they go through everything. I mean, they're up to like 160 different items they look at. I mean, good or bad, good or bad. I mean, there's just a lot of things that they're going to be looking at. And the radon and the termite. One of the things that we talk about is is not only peace of mind, but but there's some other reasons too. Peace of mind, but once you have the inspection done beforehand, it gives such confidence to buyers. I mean, it says so much to them about it. Remember, buyers have never been in your home before. And just so you know, they're also worried about that home inspection for different reasons. They're afraid there's going to be something so horrific, which normally there is not. Okay, again, very seldom as there is, 
but they're worried too that there's going to be something terribly wrong and they can't purchase your home and now they spent all this time and some monies and whatever and it's not going to work out and they go back to square one so again it's not only just the seller's concerns but buyers have those concerns too and so being able to promote that fact that you've done done the extra uh the extra step makes your house even that much more desirable for most buyers they love that situation there as I mentioned before in the first segment, but it's really true. Sellers just tend to relax. You know there's nothing major going to be going on. Yes, there could be some minor things. Every Maybe they're like the IRS. I don't know. But every inspector, even if another inspector comes in, which does happen. So you've had it, your house inspected, and now the buyer comes in and has their own inspector come in. It's, it's, it's minor stuff. It's honeydew list stuff. It's so, so simple to fix. There's nothing major going out there. Because what we've seen, what we've seen happen, unfortunately, is water in the crawl space. Buyer can walk away, and buyers have walked away. They don't always walk away, but they can. And we had a situation not too long ago, I think I talked about it on the radio program, where a buyer literally saw water in the crawl space and said, I'm done. I'm walking away, and they got the report back from the home inspection. We just recently had a situation, we had a story of the termite inspection. And what happened is, is the home inspection happened, and there was evidence of termite damage. And the buyer just freaked out, and they saw where it was started at, but they couldn't tell if it went up further into the house, and it's one of those situations you don't know. Buyer immediately walked away. And they have the right to do that. No harm, no foul. Doesn't mean they always will. Doesn't mean you can't negotiate. But understanding is they do have a walkaway position. Another situation we know of is there was a strut in the, in, in the roof, uh, holding up the roof. Uh, I guess it's a, a roof, roof joist. And it was in the attic. And again, most people, you know, depending on the type of your home, even if you go to the attic, you don't pay much attention to what's going on up there. But again, home inspectors are very intense. They do, they do for the most part, a very good job. And they go through that house, again, through fine-toothed home, and they found a crack. That's considered structural. Guess what? In this situation, the buyers decided to walk away. It doesn't happen all the time. I want to, I want to stress that. But boy, when it does, it creates a lot of havoc, a lot of... Well, quite frankly, pain for the sellers. I mean, it's just you think you're going someplace, your next adventure's on the road, and all of a sudden it goes away. And that's the other thing, too, and maybe the third point that needs to be stressed, too, is, look, basically, yes, they can have another inspection, but you're not too worried about it. Even if the buyer has one, guess what? You can keep on moving on with your life, where your next adventure is, where you're next going to be moving to, that you have the confidence, you have the confidence, knowing that there's nothing major wrong with it, that your your air conditioning, heating systems are working in good order, water heater, your appliances, uh, all those things that are working that you probably maybe already knew, but as I mentioned before, things that you don't know, that's the things, uh, the crawl spaces, the the situations in the attic. Uh, sometimes, yes, there can be roof issues that, again, you don't know about. It's not leaking, but we had a situation where there was a, a big concern about the roof. And what happened was is it had a, uh, a major 
issue. I, I'm not a roofer, but all but what I remember was is it had like a crack or something in the roof. wasn't leaking, but it was going to leak. Again, that seller, that buyer did stay the course. The seller was able to fix it. And so everything worked out, but that's again, a situation where a buyer, if they wanted to, could say, hey, look, that's structural, I gotta go. Situations we've had also, mold, mold and crawl spaces. Again, uh, many times those are houses that maybe haven't been lived in for a while. So that could be three months or six months, but just so you know, mold can grow so fast and so quickly. It's, It's almost unbelievable. We've had a house, that recently had a water issue, uh, didn't didn't get the water up as, as quick as they could, and it got into the drywall. And within two days, there was mold, literally mold, going up the up the uh, up the uh, walls. And again, that uh, that's not going to work for most buyers. Uh, that's just simply not going to work. That's going to be an issue. So again, kind of recapping what we talked about before, the top three reasons. Number one. Relax. Sellers can relax, have peace of mind. They know they have a good house. That's fantastic. They know that whatever comes their way, uh, it's not going to be big. It could be some honeydew things. Number two, buyers love it. Buyers absolutely love it. Again, it just gives them more confidence. We see that from buyers all the time when they know a home has had pre-inspections. They've done the radon testing and they've done the termite and they've done the home inspection that just makes them that much more confident in making their decision and many times we see those houses that have the home inspections getting picked over houses that don't and radon just briefly on the radon uh, i wanted to kind of talk about if you don't know radon is that odorless tasteless gas that could or has been proven in some cases of giving uh, getting cancer for people who lived in those homes so again, that has happened also, uh, rare, but you know, radon has been found from a buyer and the buyer unfortunately doesn't have the, the information they need and perception is reality in real estate. It is so, so, so big. Perception is reality and they presume that since it was in the air, it must have gotten into the walls and they couldn't live there. They had small children. Rare situation, but they walked away and considering it's an environmental defect, they can't. So again, getting that home inspection is so huge in so many ways to have a successful sale, relaxing, win for the buyers. Also, it just lets you get on with your life and move on to your next adventure, whatever that may be. With that said, I wanted to kind of also talk a little bit about the market. I, I, don't, I failed to mention the first segment. Market is going fantastic. This is the first time we've had this type of success, especially in the Metro East, for this long of time. Having said that, and I say this all the time, three months, three months. Always go with the idea three months is your, your cap. Something good or possibly bad can happen in, in that time, hopefully good. Also, 60 days, it can flip around 50-50, it changes. 30 days, not likely to happen. So if you're thinking about selling your home, now's the time. And now's the time also to get the book, ReadySetSold.org. Not.com, go to racesetsold.org, not.com, and get the book. We'll see you with the tip of the week in a few.
Welcome back, everyone, to Ready, Set, Soul with your host, Brian Vogt. As I mentioned in the last segment beforehand, one of the issues that comes up to play with, with realtors and actually for sellers is the fact is that it's almost like beat the clock, that sometimes they get the, the code for a security system that's being armed, the seller wants to have that on there, and then it's get in the house, try to find the kitchen, try to find wherever it is, the utility room and whatever, and make sure you hit that code just right. And if you make a mistake on the number, well, you're probably going to be talking to the police officers pretty soon. And so it just creates a, a problem. It also makes it much more difficult sometimes for agents to, to, to set up showings, you know, anything else, lease path resistance. Of course, if you want to have that situation, of course, you should have that. It's your house. And that's why I wanted to have uh, Scott Miles on from Barcom Security uh, to kind of address that issue of some options that you could do uh, to, to make that basically all go away and make your house just as desirable to be shown as any other house. Scott, welcome to the show. Yeah, hi. Thanks for having me. Hey, as I mentioned before, I kind of gave you what the problem is and what what can happen even for sellers and also for for agents, but you have a pretty simple solution with Barcom. Oh, yeah. um, It it, it is quite simple. Nowadays, our Barcom app comes standard. Uh, When we sell a system, um, the app on your smartphone or tablet or computer, you can access it three different ways. Uh, We give that to the customer. Uh, with their new system, and let's just say a realtor is going to come to your house that's for sale and say, hey, I'm going to show your house at 1 o'clock today. Um, that realtor, when uh, he or she gets there, can let the homeowner know that they're there and about to show the house. Um, the homeowner can just jump on their smartphone, disarm their system. Uh, the realtor can walk in, show the house, and let the homeowner know when he or she's finished that they're done showing the home. And the homeowner can just rearm their system uh, from their phone right there again from wherever they're at. I mean, they could be in Mexico and still arm and disarm their system. So it's a uh, it's a nice feature. Uh, we include that standard, and uh, like I said, it's 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 a very convenient feature to have nowadays. No, and it really is. It's a win-win for everyone too, because as I mentioned, uh, you know, sometimes the agents—it's the first time they've been in this house, so they're trying to guess where that's at. Kind of puts buyers, you know, on the defensive. They're kind of worried, you know. Again, they're pointing beat the clock with you, and so it, it just you know sets the mood totally differently when you can disarm something that quickly, but still have security of, of coming back to it. So I love that, and it's great that you guys offer that program. Uh, you know, the other question that comes up that we hear this. From from sellers too is is okay you have a security system let's say they're using you guys barcom and now you are selling i mean do they take that system with them i mean how does that work and do, can the new buyer take over that system maybe kind of gives a rundown on that too yeah sure um so if you move and there's a system at the new house that you're moving to you know one we can take over virtually any system um so even if it wasn't being monitored by barcom it's really simple uh, for us to do a takeover. And then the new homeowners that are coming into the house, they say you just sold. Uh, all we do is, is we run out there and do a change of ownership, is what it's called. So we just sign up that customer. Uh, we get their personal data. We, we get the codes that they're going to want, the phone numbers that, you know, who we're going to call first, second, on down the line, get all their personal data contact, get that downloaded into the system, and then voila, they, their, their system's... Uh, all in their name, it's got their codes, their programming, 
and uh, it, it's really quite simple and, and takes virtually minutes. So. Oh, and that's neat too because, like I said, I know you know back in the day, and this is years ago, uh, many years ago, I should say, it was a totally different setup, and and what we're describing before, uh, not only that, but just you know, does the security system stay? Does it go? Who owns what? Is it pretty standard now that the? And that's another question comes up owning the security equipment or is it more just leasing and it just stays there with the house how does that work pretty much uh you know we 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 do very few you know leases i mean the system's so affordable nowadays and you're talking just a few hundred bucks to get a base system put in there and then it's yours um so if you leave it and um there's what just say there's a there's already a system at the next house you're going to so you just leave it like i said if it's not a bar comp system we pop in our panel, uh, so then we basically make it a Barcom system, so you can still have the luxury of, of taking that app with you and, and still having, you know, nice new modern equipment and then leaving, you know, your system at, at the house for the new homeowners because, you know, nowadays, you know, so many people more and more are getting security. Unfortunately, the world's not getting any safer. And, sure. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely a nice feature to have. So awesome, awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much for that great information. We're running out of time on this segment, but you, you kind of know the situation. It's very easy either way. If you have showings going on, but if you're moving, you want the system, and and Barcom could be a great choice for that. Uh, you know what to do as a homeowner. Hey, Scott, thank you so much for joining us uh, today. Thanks for having me. All right. Yeah. Hey, you're listening to Ready Set Soul with your host Brian Boat, and we'll see you in a few. Hey, welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. And as I mentioned in the very first segment today, we talked about pre-approvals, and we've talked about these before, pre-approvals versus pre-qualifications. As you as a seller, and hopefully your agent already knows what the difference is, it's a huge difference. Now, the good news is that, yes, even though it's a pre-qualification, it can work, but, boy, getting that pre-approval is is, is really, really very, very important. And we just had some situations happen uh, with sellers. Uh, yes, the deal went through, but we were literally at the last minute, at the last period of time, uh, the sellers had already you know, moved out, and now we're just waiting for that clear to close, meaning is, is they actually have the money and the buyers can, 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 can bring the money to closing. With that, uh, I want to bring in a, a top expert. So she's been doing this for a very long time. I don't know, at least 10 years, but probably longer than that. Uh, Joanna Teisman with Delmar Financial. Hi, Joanna. Yes, thank you for having me. In. And it has been uh, well over 10 years. <laughs> it has been well 10 years, but you started when you were 19, so that's okay. And this is one thing about Delmar Financial and Joanna in particular, uh, we've talked uh, before uh, numerous times, and and the truth of the matter is, is if they have the right lender, uh, how long does it really take to get a pre-approval versus a pre-qual? And well, and maybe you can explain the difference between the two. 
Well, sure. So, I mean, the, the difference is, is pretty drastic. So a pre-qualification is, in essence, just having a conversation with the client, and based on what they've told you, you can say, yeah, it sounds like you would qualify for the loan. Um, a pre-approval is, is much more in-depth, and you're making a complete loan application. You're pulling their credit report. You may verify you know, pay stubs and bank statements and, and tax returns um, to where you can really – get a good feel that they are fully qualified. Um, at that point, too, we also uh, run the application through our automated underwriting system uh, powered through Fannie Mae, which, which goes through the guidelines and makes sure that they're meeting that criteria uh, for the, the true pre-approval. Um, that can be done relatively quickly when you're dealing with, uh, with a great lender and a great company such as Delmar Financial uh, or any local lender. So typically, you're going to be looking at being able to have that as quickly as 30 minutes. Um, sometimes wow. it can take longer, you know, if it's a more complex situation. Um, you know, if they're self-employed and you've got to analyze tax returns, it could take a couple hours uh, if they get you documentation quickly. Um, but that process really can happen in a very short period of time. And I think that's the, I think that's the thing. And, and, and many times, whether you're a first-time home buyer or maybe, you know what, you're selling your home and now you're, but it's been 10 years or 15 years. And again, the days of weeks and the traditional banks, nothing wrong with banks, but the period of time uh, that it used to take was, was, was number one, nail-biting. And number two, uh, it, 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 it just it just made it more difficult for people to make decisions. And now, again, when you're talking 30 minutes, and that's the part that, that we always want to try to emphasize, not only with buyers that we're working with, but basically educating the sellers that getting this pre-approval process done, even if they started off with a pre-qualification letter, as you said, it's just, it, it, it sounds good. Uh, it doesn't mean it doesn't work. Many times it does, but the difference right. is, 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 as you well know, is it also gives the buyer what we find is confidence of making their decisions. Do you agree? It certainly does. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, you know, the buyers have to be comfortable with with their price range and, and with their payments and, you know, down payment requirements and, and all those parts that go into it um, when they're making that offer. I mean, they have to feel comfortable with, with, the, with what they're going into. And it does help them uh, give them more negotiating power and, you know, when they're making that offer to the seller. And it does. I mean, and, and really, real estate, and most sellers get this, and, and really, for the most part, I think buyers, too, show me the money. I mean, it really right. comes down to that. <laughs> show me the money. Do I, you know, that famous line in, uh, I can't remember what movie that was. Was that Jerry Maguire? Jerry right? Maguire, very good. Uh, that was a great movie. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it, it really is. It's show me the money, and then let's talk about if there's negotiations, whatever. I mean, the market's been going pretty hot. There's not near as much negotiations as before. But but, but still, either way, whatever, whatever you have, when you have that money as a buyer and also the seller, it makes the process go so much smoother. And, again, I, I just I can't stress enough that we get to work with a lot of lenders for various reasons and Whatever. And and what Joanne is talking about, and we're talking 30 minutes or two hours, is phenomenal. So I just want to give kudos to you guys because uh, even even though it's a short period of time for some other lenders, 
It could be, quite frankly, business owners, things like that. It could be three or four or five days. Uh, and you're talking about potentially hours or maybe 24 hours at the worst. Of course, they have to give you the information. That's kind of a given. But, but don't you find that's right. even easier now? I mean, I mean, people have everything on their phones, right? They do. And, you know, technology is a wonderful tool. Um, we ourselves have a, a wonderful phone app that we share with our clients and with our referral partners as well, where clients can actually upload their documentation directly to our loan system. Wow. Uh, from the ease of their phone. So, you know, technology has come a long way, and, and it really helps simplify that process uh, for the buyers. Right, and, and that's it. Things are becoming more and more simpler and whatever, and, and, I, and I love your attitude too, Joanna, because if you're buying, and again, if you're selling your home, you're going to be a potential buyer buying something down the road. If you're not working with the lender, I was just talking to a lender, which will go nameless, and I just said, well, how's the process? And they said, oh, my God, it just drags out and all the information you need. Look, if you've got that type of lender talking to you, uh, talk to Joanna. I mean, you've got the wrong lender. Uh, it doesn't need to take that long. It just It's a very simple process for people who have the experience that can do, can do the job. So I was going to say, you know, with that uh, in mind, as long as everybody has the proper expectations going forward, yes, there's a lot of documentation. The process can be, you know, uh, a little cumbersome at times. But when you go in with the expectation of what's needed, uh, it goes a lot smoother. So that, that definitely is helpful. Right. There's a little bit more. But in the end, especially with technology, I think it kind of evens it out. You know, meaning is just it, how it fast does. you can get it. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Our time is running out. I've got to run here. Uh, thank you so much. Joanna Teisman with Delmar Financial uh, for joining us today. Hey, get ready for the tip of the week in the next segment. Your host, Brian Vogt with Ready, Set, Sold. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Soul with your host, Brian Vogt. And I wanted to uh, to talk about the $5,000 tip of the week. And if you don't know, and I think most people, sellers, do know that when you're dealing with, with this big investment, $5,000, number one, is serious money, but it can happen quicker than most people think when you're dealing with tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands dollars of investment. Uh, that money can add up uh, pretty quickly, and $5,000 spends just as well in a seller's pocket as it does uh, any, uh, any anyone else's pocket. Can I tell you a brief story that happened not too long ago I heard about? Was there was some sellers, they had gotten everything almost ready to go. I mean, they were so close. They had done the neutralizing on the colors of the, uh, of, of the house. They had... They had made the uh, most of the, the changes in the kitchens, did the updates, the flooring was doing great, but they hadn't done them all. And they had, I believe, if I remember right, it was a dining, dining room, it was an up in, uh, upscale home, and it had a dining room, and the, the color they had uh, in one of the rooms was, was probably not very neutral, actually pretty bold, and they knew they needed to get that changed, they wanted to neutralize that, give themselves the best chance. And there was, I think, in two of the bathrooms, I think it had three bedroom, uh, excuse me, three bathroom house, uh, two of the fixtures as far as the, uh, the, the sink, uh, not so much the sink, but the water, uh, hot and cold, uh, basically the faucets, there it comes to me now, were, were, were needed to be changed out. 
But they wanted to go ahead and put the house in the market. They were moving to Florida. They knew that market was going pretty well. And guess what? The agent kind of stepped in and said, no, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. And they were kind of shocked. They said, well, they made plans. And they were trying to get the person in. They said, no, 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 no. Unless this house is perfect, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Well, long story short, they tried to get the person in, but the painting wasn't available usually. And it all kind of strung out to where it took three weeks, almost a month before it got on the market. What happened? Well, again, it was in the high-end house. When you take insurance, you take principal and interest. When you take taxes, uh, $3,000. $3,000 before getting on the market when they thought they could get the market out within a day or two. Now, all of a sudden, they're a month behind, and the Florida market is even going up higher. In the story, once they finally sold it, they thought they lost at least 5000 maybe even $10,000 because, again, all markets are different. And the Florida market was moving up month by month, and it was moving up at a very fast speed. So the tip of the week for this is, is look, your agent should be a consultant. They should not be the dictator. The dictator. That's not what you want. Make sure when you're hiring an agent, they're not telling you what you have to do, that you're working together. That can make a big difference in your bottom line and also how the process goes in, in, in uh, selling your home. Before I forget, hey, I will hope everyone, if you haven't already, go to Red Cross, uh, make a donation, uh, whether that's money, whether that is uh, towels or clothes, find a way to get involved with Texas. Let's all kind of get behind Texas in the Houston area and make that happen, as I know you probably will. You listen to Ready, Said So with your host, Brian Boat. Make a great week. God bless Texas. Mm-hmm.